So how does hoarding impact mental health? Find out today on this episode of Incremental Health Tips. Welcome to Incremental Health Tips. My name is Jared, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Liz. Today, we're going to be discussing the topic of hoarding, whether you know somebody who is a hoarder or perhaps yourself might be a hoarder. This episode is meant to talk you through some of the impacts of hoarding on mental health and maybe some practical tips and strategies for how you can go about dealing with maybe some of the negative aspects of these behaviors. So Liz, why don't you start us off by talking to us a little bit about hoarding and the impacts on mental health? Okay. So in school, I learned that hoarding can be a subtype of OCD. So it can involve a person who's obsessed and compulsively keeps their property. So this can be a little bit more difficult to treat than just some typical anxiety or depression because it actually has to do with a person having obsessions over their belongings. And there's a variety Obviously, there's a variety of degrees of, of hoarding. There there could be, uh, you know, maybe a bunch of personal items that maybe are of some sort of personal significance. Or then there's, then there's people who, you know, uh, empty the shelves of toilet paper, you know, at, at Costco. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a difference between someone who has a little bit of clutter and has a hard time keeping that organized compared to someone who has boxes and boxes and piles of things to the point where their space becomes difficult to walk through or if they have mice or roaches living within their things because it's become such a mess. Now, an important consideration for this, before we get into the sustenance of this, I know that you had a an article from Psychology Today to discuss, but it's also important to recognize that there's a little bit of a, um, a cultural aspect to this and also a personal history aspect to this. Like for ex- like for example, um, a family member of mine grew up uh, with like not a lot of means, and uh, as a result of this upbringing, he did not believe in wasting food or doing anything that he perceived to be wasting food, and so even. You know, time. this is how he was raised, and as time went on, he started a business, became successful, and became a person who is, you know, middle class, uh, a middle class business owner. But even still, that upbringing stuck with him, and it got to a point where he would save, uh, he would save, like, salad dressing far beyond uh, its expiry date, uh, and... You know, we can, like Liz, I know you can attest, we've gone over there and we've seen, you know, salad dressing that expired in 2008, and this was only a few years ago. So uh, all of this to say that there's a lot, so just because you hoard does not mean that you, uh, that you have some sort of disorder. It could mean a lot of things. It could be a byproduct of, 
of uh, how you were raised or maybe there's a cultural component to how you perceive different types of behaviors or behaviors that would be considered wasteful. So I just want to acknowledge that up front. Yeah, so the article that I have is from June's edition of Psychology Today, and it's an article called Inside the Head of a Hoarder. And so it's a write-in question where someone writes in about a family member who's hoarding and dealing with different vermin that have infested their hoarding stash. And the family member doesn't understand how she can go about confronting her about the hoarding because it's become quite unsanitary and problematic. And so the article has two main points, which are to start with some understanding and to engage their stepsister in uh, just everyday conversation about other things and then when hoarding comes up organically to refer them to a resource that addresses this and would better explain it to her. So the main point of the article is really just going over and explaining why people hoard. Well there and obviously there can be a lot of reasons a lot of reasons to that and and different degrees of that. So Engaging, so if it is a family member, we need to try to understand why it is they hoard, maybe consult with resources ourselves, and also to get a better understanding of maybe the underlying reason that they hoard to the point where it's a disruption in their life, but also uh, guide them to resources if they're willing to consider a change to this behavior are willing to approach this behavior but Liz I what do we do when we are the hoarder when we're the ones who maybe are holding on to things that we that we don't need well I think one of the issues that comes up with hoarding it's that our memories can be attached to these objects And one of the suggestions that the article makes is taking pictures of the space to actually get a sense of what it really looks like instead of what it looks like in our mind. And I think as well, if there's an object you don't want to get rid of because of the memories, you can take a picture of it or you can record a video where you tell the stories of the memories with that object. And then once you have either a video or a picture, it may make it easier to let go of that object. Well, I I remember, and maybe this is getting a little bit more into the practical sense of it, but I remember a friend of mine told me that he came to a point in his life where he accumulated enough possessions that he wanted to thin down. And so he made a decision to get rid of anything he hasn't used in the past year and so he would set times that you know maybe the may 1st june 1st whatever it is and he would just go through his belongings and recall the last time he used that item and if he didn't have an answer he got rid of it and so it really sort of changes your your priorities because 
it takes you away from the mindset of what if and more in the mindset of what I need in the present. Yeah, and one of the quotes from the article, it's from the book Buried Treasure by Randy Frost, and it describes hoarding as part genetic, in part an executive function and information processing problem, and in part a reflection on the nature of attachments people form to their possessions. So there's a part of hoarding that has to do with feeling attached and connected to objects, and there is a part of it that's genetic, just like OCD is genetic, that there's a predisposition towards developing this sort of problem. And I do think you're right in that people who've grown up in scarcity may be more likely to develop this sort of problem where they're afraid to let go of things because they see the potential in objects. Well, and seeing potential, like one of the uh, one of the things that I specifically remember about my my grandparents. My grandfather was a was a woodworker and de- uh, collected and designed stone jewelry and did all of these things. And there was a lot of things that he would like nice materials, and he would save these things and just you know because you know what if i need it what if i need it for a project or use it and he ended up not using so many of those things and so and it wasn't that he you know he he passed at a very at a very advanced age so this wasn't an issue of being untimely but there's also i think checking our expectations and you know giving ourselves a reality check as to are we really going to use these things are we going are we really going to make use of this or is this item better served because in many cases even if something is useful or meaningful to us we still can be fulfilled by allowing somebody else with greater need to use it as well well there's also a safety and security that people can get from having their objects that They know that they have these things even if they don't need them on a regular basis. So this is one of the ways that therapy can help people to develop a deeper sense of security within themselves instead of relying on a security that comes from having specific objects. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today, and we'll end on that point, but it's certainly an interesting discussion. You can always let us know in the comments of ways that you've managed your hoarding tendencies, or you can tell, like, obviously respect people's privacy, but uh, you can tell your horror stories below. And if you enjoy our content, please consider liking, sharing, and subscribing. It really does help us get out there and you know spread more mental health resources around especially now it's needed more than ever and until next time remember that small steps can lead to big changes we'll see you next time